In this episode, we talk about why you need a vision. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Thank you. Another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple research backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and uh, in this episode, I want to talk about the vision that you have for your life. So, what it is that you want to create. And this is an idea that as I've been talking to listeners, as I've been talking to friends of mine who are also into personal development, um, I've come to realize is a rare thing to think about, right? We think about our lives uh, and our, our journey to improve them on kind of like a micro level. And when I say micro, I mean like goal setting, habits, all of that stuff is like micro, like that's the day to day action. That's the day to day day grind, the things we're working towards in the short or maybe even medium term. But we don't ever think about what the vision, the larger outcome we want to create is. And this started to pop into my head recently. Uh, because as as you know, I am working on developing a, a software product, an app that uh, hopefully will launch in January, and I'll tell you more about here soon. But I've, I've, as I've been developing that, one of the things I've had to really dive into and spend a lot of time thinking about is what is the vision for the company? What is it that I want this product to do? If you sign up for this product, you use it regularly, what is it going to help with? That's a question I needed to answer. And where that's really led me is better understanding what it is I want to create, which has helped me better define my goals, better define the daily tasks that need to lead to those goals, better define the people I need to have around me in order to accomplish those goals. Having this overarching vision has really done a lot for developing the product and moving it in a direction that I think will ultimately be useful. So that led to me starting to wonder, why don't we do this for our lives? And when you think about it, like that is kind of the idea behind like vision boarding. But I honestly think that doesn't go far enough. I think that for many of us, we don't take our lives in like the biggest, biggest view from that top down view that we possibly can and really craft that vision for what it is that we want. But I think it would actually help. So that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Now, before we jump into it, let's take a moment to thank today's sponsor. So I'm going to say something that might shock you. I'm a little bit posh, like I really like nice things. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I love a good cashmere sweater. I love a really cozy pillow top down comforter or like, you know, some really nice like soft towels. You know, you get out of the shower, especially this time of year, you get out of the shower, it's chilly. You've just been in the steam this whole time. Like there's nothing better than wrapping yourself up in some really soft towels or even a really, really comfortable bathrobe. 
And I just found out recently that a lot of this stuff, it's not even that expensive to make. Like they're high quality, but the price actually gets jacked up with all these middlemen in the process. So instead of paying the real price, you're actually paying the price plus markup after markup after markup for no real reason. That's where Quince comes in. Quince is high quality luxury essentials at radically lower prices. They're founded to challenge the existing idea that nice things should cost a lot. And they have a simple mission, create products of equal or greater quality than the leading luxury brands at a much lower price. And one thing I really love about them is that they focus on just the essential products you need with low design costs. Things like cashmere crews, super soft fleece pants, silk camis, down comforters, hotel quality sheets, leather crossbody bags, women's, men's home, pretty much anything that you need, you can find there. And you're going to find it for cheaper. And if you're not completely satisfied, Quince is going to give you a full 365 day refund. That is massive. And it just shows that customer satisfaction is their highest priority. So why not check them out? Quality shouldn't be a luxury. You deserve it. Try Quince today. And now there's a brand new offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Get 10% off your first purchase of $100 or more when you use the code TINY10. Just go to onequins.com and use the code TINY10. You still get 365-day free returns, and many of their collections sell out quickly, so you're going to have to move fast on this. Go to onequins.com. That's onequins.com and use the code TINY10. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and one that I really love is the Aubrey Marcus podcast. You might have actually heard of it. So Aubrey Marcus, he is the co-founder of Onnit, one of the leading uh, uh, supplement brands in the world. And on his show, he has some of the best conversations. He has some really, really important questions to world-class guests, people from the fields of athletics, health, business, fitness, science, relationship, spirituality. And he really digs deep. He talks about things like how do we find our purpose, how we can wake up to who we truly are, and how to optimize our life spiritually, emotionally, physically and financially. He's had some phenomenal guests on, people like Simon Sinek, Layla Martin, Andrew Huberman. And the specific episode I think you should check out was his episode with Charles Eisenstein. So Charles and him spoke about the myth of separation and how to build a more beautiful world. And honestly, I think you're going to love the conversation. So check out the Aubrey Marcus podcast, uh, specifically the episode with Charles Eisenstein. I've got the links to all of that in the description of this episode. Highly, highly recommended. So let's talk about this idea of a vision. Uh, one thing that I hear all the time from listeners is that it's difficult to figure out what goals to set or what habits to build or how you break those goals down. And historically, I've sort of tackled answering this question, I think, in the wrong way as well. But I'm actually starting to develop my view on how we approach this, because I think if we're struggling to figure out what our goals are, it's actually probably because we're missing the bigger piece, that vision of what we want for our lives. And by starting to figure that out, and of course, constantly refining it, I think the question of what goals we should work on, what habits we should build, 
becomes really easy to answer. And I think the question of what we prioritize on a day-to-day -day basis becomes really easy to answer. For example, if we know in our big vision of our lives, we want to have a lot of people who love us, who we love surrounding us. If we know that that's important to us, that's a huge, huge part of what matters, what we're going to consider a fulfilled life. If that matters, then on the day-to-day, -day, when we look at our goals, our habits, and our, our tasks, we need to be prioritizing connecting with people, meeting new people, connecting with the people we already love. We need to prioritize social relationships. And so the goals that we set, the tasks that we take on, the habits we build, the routines we build, whether or not we make that phone call to our mom at 7 p.m. when we're exhausted after a long day of work, all of that becomes shockingly binary. If that matters to us for the big vision of our lives, then yes, we do that. It, it's that simple. We don't have to think about it anymore. As long as it fits into the big vision and supports that outcome, then it's an easy thing to answer yes to. That's the real power here. And so as I started thinking about this episode and sharing this with you, I wanted to put together what I felt were some key starting questions, things that if you can find answers to them, and they may not be the right answers at first. In fact, I can almost guarantee you they won't be the right answers at first. But if you can find some kind of answers to these key questions, I think you can start to define what that vision might look like. And of course, I need to remind you of this. You're going to spend the rest of your life refining this vision. You're going to spend the rest of your life trying to dial it down and figure out what is actually important to you. And it's going to change as you change. My vision for my life has shifted so much just in the last five years, the last 10 years. Transitioning from a 19-year-old who was in college and, and had all of these big goals and dreams to a 29-year-old who's been working on something amazing for the last six years and who has all of these outcomes he wants to create in the future, a lot changes. And a lot's going to change by 39. And a lot's going to change by 32, quite honestly. And so my vision for myself has to be flexible. It has to change with it. There was a point in my life, just to give a very uh, concrete answer, there was a point in my life where I knew I wanted to build a company, but the idea of having an office space and going into that office every day sounded like the absolute worst thing in the world. And so for me, at that point in my life, building a remote company, something that could work no matter where we were and produce no matter who was working and when and how, and giving my, my people the freedom to travel and do whatever they need to do in their lives, that was important to me. Now, fast forward a few years, it still is important to me, but the idea of being able to work in a space with talented people on solving big problems, that's also really exciting. And that's a new development. So your vision is gonna change. And you have to allow it to change. And, and so as you think through these questions, it's not about finding the right answers. Don't stress about it. Don't let it be something that you're spending forever thinking about. It's about finding the answers that are right for you right now. It's about finding the answers that help drive you forward on a day-to-day -day basis. That's what matters.
So remember that as you go through these questions, spend just as much time answering them as you need to. But recognize that they're not going to be the right answers. And even if they are, they're not going to always be right. Things will change. So the first question you need to ask is what kind of life do you want? And this is the more general. This is a little bit hard to answer. But what kind of life do you want? What is it that matters to you? Is it money? Is it fame? Is it the people around you? Is it giving back to society? Is it building something interesting? Is it creating amazing kids? Like, what is it that matters to you? And of course, it can be more than one. You have different areas of your life, after all. But really asking yourself, what is it that matters to you? in your fitness, in your nutrition, in your finances, in your career, in your relationships, in your mental health. Really asking that and coming up with those answers can help you to filter things out. Because I think when we stop and we think about it, a lot of us might default to like, oh, well, you know, money matters to me. I want to be really rich. And that's something that I felt for a long time in my life. But when you actually break it down to how much money you actually need in order to accomplish all the other things, you really don't need to be that rich for most of us. And so as we answer this question, we start to recognize that, well, maybe I don't actually value money as much as I thought I did. Maybe I don't actually value career as much as I thought I did. Maybe I don't actually value these particular accomplishments as much as I thought I did. Maybe I don't actually value owning a home as much as I thought I did. That might be something that comes up for you. But asking that question and going down the list helps you to figure out what is it that actually matters to you. And then the next thing I would recommend is to go down the fitness, nutrition, finances, career, relationships, and mental health and ask yourself, what do you want that to look like? So what does your health routine look like? And this, of course, includes your nutrition. Like, do you want to give up dessert? Do you want to stop drinking alcohol? Do you want these things? What do you want your body to look like? What do you want your mental health routines to look like? Do you want to be out running every day? Or do you want to lift weights? Or do you want to jump rope? This is something that's updated for me recently as well. I used to be very into lifting weights. Now I'm far more into running. And the shift there for me was this development in how I view my fitness in that lifting weights felt like I was doing it for a specific outcome. Running feels like it's a part of my lifestyle. Running feels like something I'm going to do regardless of whether or not it leads to me having a six pack, whereas I don't think I would lift weights if that weren't a potential outcome because I don't enjoy it as much. So that value has shifted for me and that vision for my life has shifted for me because at the end of the day, if that is true, if I would rather have a workout that I do regularly purely because I enjoy it rather than because of any potential outcomes it might have, if that's true, then it also means accepting what that might mean for my body. Maybe that means that even if I get into shape, I don't have the typical like model athlete build, I have to be okay with that. Or if I run into that and I realize, well, I actually do want that typical model athlete build. 
then I have to be willing to do the lifting, the workouts that produce that. So this is where asking those questions helps you to define the vision and helps you to prioritize what you should be doing. If I don't care about that build, then I'm going to prioritize running because that's what I want to be doing. That's it. And potentially even more importantly, if I know I want to prioritize running, maybe that helps me to decide as has been the case with me. It helps me to decide that I don't actually care about that build. So that's the value here. So go down first with each area of your life. What kind of life do you want in that area? And then second, with each area of your life, what do you want it to look like? What do you want those routines around that area to look like? Ask yourself those two questions across all six areas of your life. And again, those answers aren't necessarily going to be right. It's not about right and wrong. It's about what feels right to you in the moment and then allowing yourself to be flexible enough with that vision to change it as you change, as you try things, as you improve and make changes in your life. I think if you can do that, then you'll find yourself having a much easier time setting goals and improving the areas of your life that truly matter to you. And it creates a sense of control around the things that matter to you. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you, if you hate your job right now, if in your mind you are working towards a bigger vision. It doesn't matter if this particular relationship doesn't work out, if it wasn't aligned with the vision that you have for the relationship area of your life. It, it's still going to hurt. Don't get me wrong. You're still going to hate your job and dread going into it, but you'll be able to get past it faster. You'll be able to reconnect with that vision easier. And that is going to drive change for the long term. So I hope this is helpful to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Find me in the new TLBC community. Just head over to tlbc.co slash community. Join the Discord and let's have a conversation. I'd love to connect with you there. So find me there. Click the link in the description of the episode. And with that said, thank you for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.